Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. Guys, let's get sexy. Let's talk about how to become sexy. Okay, in this episode, I'm talking about how to be physically sexy, to have a sexy physical appearance. All right, I'm not talking about the other things that may or may not make you sexy, you know, whether that's like your demeanor, the way that you move, or, you know, how fancy your car is. I'm not talking about, you know, women being gold diggers and being sexually attracted to men who have lots of money and things like that. No, I'm talking about how we can get sexier physically. All right, how can we become physically sexier? That way everybody's looking at us like, woo! I was going to say the D word, but I'm trying to do this thing where I don't swear in these episodes because Spotify's got this new thing of, does your episode contain explicit content now? So I'm trying not to swear, but it's kind of hard. Okay, so anyway, how do we get sexier? Now, why do I feel like I have the right to make this episode? Because I'm 34 years old right now. I work a corporate job. I'm you know kind of just a regular person, so to speak. And I think that most of you would objectively agree that when you see me on Instagram, you're like, yeah... He's pretty sexy. He's looking good, okay? Now, sure, there's a genetic component to all this, but I've been putting in some work, all right? I've been working pretty hard at this for like the last, especially the last three or four years, all right? And I want to help you guys, okay? Because here's the deal. You might say like, uh, you know, you might say, and this could be both men and women. We're talking about both sexes here. You could say like, Oh, well, you know, some people just aren't that, like, you know, naturally attractive or whatever. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> let me put this in just, like, straight up, like, dude talk. All right. It almost doesn't even matter how ugly someone's face is. If someone has a, if someone has a hot body and they've been putting in work to get that hot body, you think they're sexy. All right. It almost like it, like a hot body will trump a non-attractive face. Okay, so even and like I know this is this whole probably the first minute and a half of this is going to trigger some people just because of like the way I kind of framed this, but who cares? This is going to be valuable content because I'm going to teach you how to get sexier. Okay, and like I said, we, you know this is all it, what's attractive and what's not is subjective, and it's going to trigger some people when I say like, oh, you know, people with ugly faces can still be super hot too. But here's the deal: like if you get your body, whether you're male, female, whatever, if you get your body in great physical shape. Other people are going to think you are sexy, all right? It doesn't matter that much about your genetics. And, of course, there is a genetic component to our, to our bodies, the way our body looks. Everybody knows about that, all right? But if you put in the work, like, there's almost no one, in my opinion, that can't get a sexy body if they put the work into it. There's almost no one, all right? So, and of course, it's not just, you know, your, your body composition, you know, your how much muscle you got versus how much fat you got and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a big part of it. But there's also some other little things as well, which I'm going to talk about. Okay, now, the good thing for me about posting this episode is that, um, at, well, it's, it's a sexy time of the year, too, because I'm recording this in late July here in Minnesota, and it's probably going to go out, be published in August. And, um, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a time of the year where I'm the most tan that I ever am probably. So I'm, I'm the most sexy that I am at any point of the year. Right. And, um, so, you know, and the interesting thing about this too, is I'm not saying that, you know, being becoming more sexy is going to solve all your problems. You guys have heard me in different episodes on this talk about, uh, you know, my ups and downs through my dating life and stuff like that. But let's not even worry about that here. We're just talking about how are we going to get more sexy physically? Cause this is a big part of our wellness. And 
spoiler alert, there are some key little wellness things, some of these almost kind of nerdy things occasionally that I talk about that you might overlook that I think are helping me to be sexier than ever at age 34. Okay, now, I've got some... Sure, I got a few gray hairs, you know. That's why I see the little trick that I do is on, on the on the side of my head. See, the, the gray hairs mostly come in kind of right on, like, the temples, you know. And, like, apparently, like, like women, you know, do like gray hair in general, just like a little, little, little shades of gray, a little salt and pepper, you know, silver fox, whatever they call it. But um, so I guess that's probably working in my favor, but I still don't really like it. You know, like, I would prefer, especially since I'm, like, I tend to be more attracted to, like, 23 to 28 year old women anyway you know who are like almost a decade younger than I am so like I'm like eh, I don't really want the gray hair to be that obvious right and so like I, I, I tend to trim up those areas quite a bit who knows like maybe women in general like the gray hair better on average or just a little more salt and pepper but I'm like nah let's keep it as let's keep it as brown as possible for now but um so I don't have like everything going for me, but um, you know I'm not. By the way, like I'm not doing anything that's unnatural. I'm not taking any hair supplements, anything like that. I'm not taking any anabolic steroids. Never have anything like that. And, like the only supplement that I use on a regular basis is creatine monohydrate. Take occasional protein powders. Um, by the way, pretty much everyone should be taking creatine, in my opinion. Um, but okay, so um, that's kind of my preview about like where I'm at me being at 34 years old, I think objectively as sexy or sexier than I've ever been at any point in my life, um, and how you can get there too, all right? So, um, the, like, the first thing that you need to understand is that the the big rocks are, are, like, that's the most important thing. What do I mean by the big rocks, okay? It's sleep, nutrition, and movement, okay? And by movement in this case, we probably mean physical exercise, some form of weightlifting, okay? So, Sleep, I put sleep ahead of nutrition and movement just because if we're not sleeping right, then the nutrients aren't doing what they're supposed to do for our body as well. And if we're, and I put nutrition over exercise because if we even we could do all the exercise in the world, but if we're not eating right, it's not going to help. And for me, over the last two, two and a half years, I've put on 20 pounds of muscle, and the biggest keys have been just understanding how to eat better. And I don't necessarily mean foods, you know, I eat what would be considered junk foods sometimes. It's just how to get a better amount of quality protein for the most part, and then I've also increased my sleep a little, started sleeping better on average, okay? But those three things are the three most important things that you need to hit, okay? You, and this is gonna be for all aspects of your health, how strong you are, how good you feel, is sleep, nutrition, and movement, okay? So sleep adequately, Nutrition, really a big key is just get enough protein. It's really just, it's really helpful. Aim for one gram of protein per pound of body weight. I have other episodes where I explain the details of this, right? Now, um, I, I don't like to give too much specific, specific nutrition advice because everyone's body is different. Our, our gut microbiomes are all different. We react differently to different foods. But as a general guideline, I would tell most of you to eat more meat and eggs, okay? Meat and eggs. Like that is, right now, that is the base of my diet and is what is making things very easy for me to stay fit, muscular, and sexy. Okay, is I eat about a pound of red meat per day. This is this is not processed meat. Okay, and you know I have other episodes where I explain why I don't think that red meat itself is actually like a cancer risk or a heart disease risk. I think that processed, highly processed meat of any kind, yes, definitely is. But if you're eating minimally processed red meats cooked the proper way. Um, I don't think that it's increasing the risk for any of that. So I eat about a pound per day. Generally, just ground beef. You know, I have sometimes I have ground beef with rice and beans. Um, sometimes it's you know I do have some liver sometimes. Um, you know, just beef liver. Um, I eat a lot of eggs. Probably um, 
uh, six to eight per day on average, but um, you know sometimes even up to a dozen. But the point is, is I'm eating a lot of quality proteins from animal sources, and I would recommend that for most people, okay? Because these sources are going to have, well, theoretically, the highest quality protein, just all the essential amino acids in general, and just some other very solid nutrients. Whether you know we're talking about iron, whether I mean, uh, you know, and eggs are just a vitamin powerhouse if you eat the whole eggs. And yes, I eat the whole egg with the yolk as well, okay? None of this egg white stuff, you know, it's a lot of fitness influencers are still into that but um so meat and eggs uh and i would encourage almost anyone to eat a lot of meat and eggs if you're looking to become fit and sexy and you can do it with red meat white meat you know you can do fish things like that um but these are in general in my opinion still the highest quality proteins yes you can get protein from plant sources um, but it's going to be easier for yourself if you're eating uh, animal sources of protein and see the thing about it is is the key to becoming sexy for most of us for almost all of us almost all of you listening if you want to have a sexier body that people notice me like Oof, probably the best thing that you could do is put on a little more muscle especially especially for men especially for males now for females it, okay it's there there are misconceptions out there um but the the easiest way to become lean oftentimes is to put a little more muscle on our body to begin with because muscle is, is is what helps make it easier to burn fat muscle is highly metabolic when you have more muscle on your body you naturally burn more calories it's easy to be become lean like me at this point i've put on enough muscle where do you know how hard it would be for me to get fat genuinely fat it would be so hard because it takes so many calories i mean just to maintain you know i eat about hmm, 3500 4000 calories a day you know and i'm six foot two and i weigh two 215 pounds um but like the, the more muscle you put on you can just you can eat so dang much and it's like as long as you're doing some form of resistance training some form of exercise with weights or whatever on a somewhat regular basis the body's saying Woo, i gotta send those that protein and those calories to those muscles uh you're burning more anyway like it is really hard to put on body fat when you've put on a decent amount of muscle it really is and since we live in a society that like we, we the biggest problem we probably have with our health right now you could argue is lack of muscle you could argue that as a society around the world just because we're sedentary because we you know don't do a lot of things that require using our muscles in our daily lives um you can argue that the lack of muscle is one of the biggest causes even for things like diabetes just because having more muscle um, you know, muscle is, having more muscle is good for our insulin um, sensitivity. Sometimes I get confused between the terms of insulin sensitivity and ins insulin resistance. But for our hormones, for everything, building more muscle is going to be probably the best way for men and women to get a little bit sexier on average. Okay, so that's a big one. Now I'm going to kind of like jump because I have a few like uh, you know points here. Um, th 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 I'm kind of all over the place with this, but like I wanted to talk about being outside and sunrise because if you guys follow me on instagram for example um you know that i see the sunrise every morning every day sometimes it's not sunny out but like i go out every morning for at least 10 15 minutes um and i watch the sunrise now we can talk about all the benefits of resetting your circadian rhythms all that we could talk about is it skin callus is what they call it when you um you know you get out there in the morning and expose your sun to the skin which then makes your sun your skin um like less, uh, it makes it so it doesn't burn as easy later in the day in the midday sun. See, here's the thing. I don't wear sunscreen in general. I've worn sunscreen two times this year so far. 
all right? And those were days where I was going to be, like, outside in the middle of, like, the hot sun for, like, six hours straight. I put on some sunscreen. Uh, but in general, I don't use sunscreen. And I've, I have other episodes. It's kind of a controversial topic. Dermatologists hate me. I have a couple friends who are dermatologists. <laughs> they don't hate me, but they disagree with me, okay? Um, I don't wear sunscreen in general uh, just because I feel that low vitamin D levels, particularly here in uh, Minnesota where I live, are much more of a threat to our health than the potential risk of, you know, skin cancer or whatever that you might get if you don't wear sunscreen. But again, um, yeah, nuanced, long topic, I suppose, but I in general don't wear sunscreen. I get outside at least three or four times a day on average. I probably spend over an hour, over at least an hour, probably two to three hours on average outside each day. And the fact of the matter is I work indoors. I work indoors at a computer, but I go outside all the time. Okay. Obviously in the summer, this helps. This makes the body more tan. Okay. We know that tan is sexy, but it's not even like a, you know, I don't even have like a liver king tan. You know what I mean? Like he's all like kind of red. It's like a little too much. Mine I think is a pretty solid level, even right now, like in the, the mid to late summer here, you know? Um, and like I said, it's all subjective. I don't know. Look at me on Instagram. You can tell me how you think I'm doing, but, um, but so just being outside, well, vitamin D levels are important for health just in general, but getting outside, like even nowadays, I was like a sick kid. I used to get sick all the time, you know? And, um, now I almost never get sick, like even in the winter, just because I go outside all the time, still in the winter. And they tell you not to, okay. They tell you not to, oh, it's, it's cold. You got a bundle up. You're going to get sick, whatever. Well, that's actually kind of the opposite of what's happened for me. I think that going outside multiple times per day throughout the year, even on the coldest days, actually helps us stay healthy, fit, and sexy. Okay, I really do. I really think it helps. So it's, it's about that. It's about getting outside. It's about resetting your circadian rhythms. I wear blue light blocking glasses sometimes, sometimes before I go to bed, not even all the time. Um, but I do try to still prioritize sleep on the nights that I don't have, especially if it's a night I don't have anything going on. Uh, super late. Um, this is actually probably one of the, the bigger challenges, just, um, you know, especially like in the summer here in Minnesota when it's, there's a lot of people that have plans, you know, I have a decent social life, so there's a lot going on. Like just getting to sleep at a decent hour is tough because I, I feel like ideally for most of us to be as sexy as possible, we would want to be Probably the best time to go to bed is around 9, definitely 10 p.m. at the latest, and then waking up around 5 or 6 if you get your 8 hours like that. Because 8 hours of sleep on average per night, they call it beauty sleep for a reason, all right? It's going to make you sexy if you get 8 hours of sleep per night. Just trust me, okay? Um, but, you know, realistically, for some of us, it's just not going to happen because we're not going to be able to flip society like that and change it to where all plans and all social activities are done by 9.30 p.m. It's just not going to happen. Um, so anyway, but... Try to prioritize your sleep when possible. Um, and um, so that's a big one. Uh, like I said, lift some weights. Weightlifting exercise is going to be the best way to do it. It's going to be the best way to get sexy because you need more muscle. Almost all of us could benefit from some more muscle in order to be sexier. Okay, this is men and women. Okay, so weightlifting, resistance training exercise, not cardio. Cardio is not the answer here. Okay, cardio is good for your health. It's good for your cardiovascular system, your mitochondria, everything like that. It is not a good tool for you to become sexier. It is not a good tool for your body composition. All right. Uh, running sprints is a very good tool for it, in my opinion. Um, you know, we could debate whether or not like group fitness classes, CrossFit, um, you know, some of those those kind of fast-paced group classes, uh, I mean, it's a gray area. But in general, just lifting heavy weights with rest periods in between your sets is probably the best way, the best type of training 
to create a sexy body because that's the best way to build muscle and I would even argue the best way to burn fat because as I've said before, more muscle equals more fat burn just because your metabolism is higher and there's a actually a fairly long um, post-exercise effect of continued calorie burning after a, uh, a muscle building workout. Okay, so lift weights, people, lift weights, all right? Now, some other little things. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, getting outside. I could talk about, like, earthing, putting your feet on the ground. I don't think it's that big of a deal for how to get sexy among, like, the different things that I do. I could talk about limiting Wi-Fi and cell phone radiation. I mean, I, I hook up to Internet via Ethernet um, in my, my home, in my home office here for the most part. The Wi-Fi and cell phone radiation topic is an interesting one. Um, you know, it's probably not, it's definitely not one of the things that I would say is on, like, the top of the list for, like, your overall wellness and, and especially not for like how to be sexy um but it is probably a big deal for health and since everything is holistic then um you know there there is certainly an effect but it's probably not like the the biggest thing um eat enough protein okay just eat enough protein try to get one gram of protein per pound of body weight every day prioritize your protein if you're eating out if you're eating with other people if you're at events gatherings eat enough protein and then you can have some junk food if you still got room for it after that. But eat enough protein. Eat enough protein. Oh, and, and I also forgot to mention to you guys, eat enough protein. <laughs> um, I, in general, try not to eat within two hours of going to bed. That's still kind of a general rule of mine regardless of what's going on, and that would probably serve you as well. Um, one other thing, um, just to keep, you know, because posture is highly important, okay? Yes, we want to have, you know, the right amount of muscle and everything, but but our posture and just balances within our body are very important. We want to have a, you know, a fairly balanced physique. We don't want to have too many like imbalances where one side is way stronger, more developed than the other. Um, so, you know, this can be achieved through unilateral training and I could, heck, I could do a whole other podcast episode on that. I don't know. DM me, Sean underscore Tumbleson, if you want true fitness training. Um, but, and then I also do just like some things to improve my posture throughout the day. Some certain, uh, we'll just call them mobility exercises every now and then just little things, one minute or two minutes here and there. Um, and it's hard to go through a full explanation of it on this podcast. Um, I have a sitting standing desk, so I'm not in one position all the time. Um, definitely sitting for eight hours straight is not sexy. That is not a way to be sexy. Um, switching up your positions on a regular basis pun intended you could use that to say like switch up your positions when you're actually having sex i don't know um yeah um did i cover pretty much everything i think i got i got like almost everything i wanted to talk about let's see the gray hairs yeah yeah yeah. those are the main things it's the big rocks first okay it's the big rocks it's sleep nutrition and movement and then you can work some of those other things and as it relates to sexiness just more time outside okay more time outside Maybe if you live particularly close to the equator, sunscreen would be a, a good option from time to time. Like I said, I, in general, pretty much don't go with sunscreen. See, the dermatologists debate me. They tell you, you're going to get lots of wrinkles. Your face is going to get wrinkly. And I'm like, well, I don't think it's happening yet. Um, so they'll tell you to put on some sort of like a, a proper facial sunscreen to make sure that your face is sexy and smooth and hydrated or whatever and not wrinkly. I don't know. Whatever. We could debate that. I just feel like being a guy, I just shouldn't be doing that anyway. You know? I don't know. I feel like that's such a, I feel like it's such a feminine thing to be putting stuff on your face all day. Man, I could just see myself like two years down the road probably like totally switching on this and be like, oh yeah, I started putting on my facial sunscreen and I'm sexier than ever. Hopefully not. But, um, all right. Oh, yeah, and then the last thing, the big elephant in the room. You guys don't want to hear this, and I even kind of like debate leaving this out. 
because it sucks and it's advice that most of you are not going to follow anyway. But the elephant in the room is, talked about this before, I've gained 20 pounds of muscle in the last two to two and a half years. What also happened about exactly two years ago is I stopped drinking alcohol completely. I cut alcohol out of my life completely. And wow, how easy it is to stay fit, healthy, and sexy without alcohol. And here's the thing. I still go to the club. And some of you guys listening to this know it, okay? I just drink coffee late at night to stay high vibe and high energy and everything like that, okay? Drinking coffee late at night is absolutely not a good idea to be sexy, okay? We want to get quality sleep. And quality sleep is important. So I'm not even doing things perfect. You get me? I don't even do things perfect. I do go out to the club at night, which is like the least... Probably the worst thing that you could do for your health, arguably, is to go out to the club till 2 a.m. where there's loud music and bright lights and banging noises. And then you come back home and you're like, oh, my God, I can't sleep anyway. And I slept for four hours and that's it. Okay? It's terrible for your health. But I still do it. But I have taken alcohol out of my life completely, which means I don't wake up with a hangover. I can still get up and do my workout easier. Taking alcohol out of your life completely makes it so easy to be fit and sexy and healthy. Makes it so easy. And that's a sacrifice most of you don't want to make. And I get it. I'm not even, I don't even fault you. Like, I understand there is value in alcohol. If there wasn't value in alcohol, then nobody would have ever started doing it. Okay. Now, it's probably more of an instant gratification thing for most people. Like, the long term cons outweigh the pros. But there is value in alcohol just because of what it does for you in certain social situations. I'm not totally knocking alcohol. Okay. But the reality of it is. If you want to be as sexy as possible, if you eliminate alcohol completely, it's going to make things a lot easier for you. All right. That's all I got for you guys today. We'll talk again soon. Love you all. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumulson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O. 